Hello and welcome to the Happy Little Futures podcast. As always, let's get started with a nice deep breath. We'll breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. So, we've had a fun week. <laughs> one of, well, uh, not one. All three of ours are struggling quite a lot at the moment. Very tired, lots going on, clearly all going through big learning leaps. However, one of ours has been driving me slightly mad. And I'm not afraid to say that because <laughs> because I am human and it is only normal that your child can drive you slightly mad when they're whinging and screaming and all of that all the time. So I thought I'd I thought I'd talk about that. So one, you know that you're not alone in having children that scream and do all this, that and the other. And two, to sort of give you a bit of insight of how I've battled it um, and sort of tried to help her work through these emotions but also just as much help myself and my husband work through these emotions because it has been very very difficult let me tell you that. So our youngest is currently two and a half just gone like over two and a half just over two and a half. She I realised the other day she's actually the first child who I am properly experiencing at this age so our eldest at two and a half we'd just entered lockdown so it was a very different dynamic everywhere she was quite anxious in herself but also we were all in the house together her brother was there we weren't rushing around it was it was all relatively chill our middle I was in sort of my real dark phase mentally um so I wasn't in a good place mentally we were moving house. We'd well, we'd just moved house. We were he, the eldest was starting a new nursery. He were we were trying to find groups and stuff like that. We were trying to adjust to the area. It was all very busy, and I'd got a six month old. So that was that was a very different dynamic. My youngest now. It's me and her, every single day. We've got groups to go to. I'm trying to get podcasts recorded and stuff like that I don't do that when she's around but there's other bits that need doing there's the house that's sorted and it needs to be sorted and stuff like that I'm obviously trying to do more self-care for all of us at the weekend but also trying to provide like that time for her one-on-one which she's very lucky that she's getting um because the other two didn't have that at this age um but also unlike the other two at this age she is on her own and that's, and I think that that is part of where our problem is. So we've, um, I know around two and a half, there's a, um, I'm sure you've all heard of leaps and stuff like that. There's a separation anxiety stage. She's, for a few months now, she's been getting increasingly, um, increasingly, str- she's increasingly been struggling with separation anxiety. I've considered this to just be towards me. She's been very mummy, 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 mummy and stuff like that, which I'm going to admit sometimes really drives me mad. And I'm just like, please, can you just go to your dad for two minutes? Because I just need a wee. Let me go to the toilet. Um, However, over the past few weeks, since in fact, since half term, she's been a lot, a lot worse on this. And on top of that, she's she's not um 
getting us involved in groups and stuff that we go to. We do rhythm time every week and we've started doing it twice a week because she loves it that much. And even in rhythm time that she's been to since she was knee high to a grasshopper, she's not been getting involved. And I've been getting quite worried about it, actually, and trying not to reflect on that. And I've obviously got some people going, oh, you need to send her to nursery. It's because she's not going to nursery. She doesn't know how to be on her own, this that, and the other. I've got other people going, oh, yeah, we're in that phase. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's how I'd be responding mostly to people. Um, And I've got that inner guilt that I'm not providing somehow. And I've also got that inner guilt that I'm desperately needing a little bit more space because I like it's it's obviously it's obviously raising my stress levels having a child screaming at me all day about absolutely everything um so so we've had we've had this i've thought for a few weeks that this might be might be because her brother and sister are at school and she's missing them and at no point had i thought to talk to her about it i just sort of thought this is what it is and that then because of that she's then worried about the fact that I'm going to leave her that her dad's going to leave her and stuff like that which is normal I'd probably be worrying about the same if I was her age and I'd been left like this so I've been thinking that that might be what it could be I've been trying to help her by telling her that she's safe and calm sort of like not calm she's obviously not calm telling her that she's safe telling her that I'm not going anywhere reassuring her in that sense however one thing I hadn't considered was actually having a conversation with her to find out how she's feeling and I know that sounds silly but these kids grow up so quick and we often talk about being happy and sad and stuff like that and it's quite often it's quite often a I say guided conversation you sort of know what's going on in this instance I haven't really known what's gone going on so I've been trying to judge it myself a little bit too and figure it out that way I often have conversations with them all about their feelings, obviously, because that's what I do. (laughs) But in this instance, I've thought it's possibly too complex for her to understand. However, yesterday we were driving to Rhythm Time and she was saying how she was looking forward to our eldest coming to Rhythm Time with her and she wants her to come to Rhythm Time with her and this and the other next time we go. That can't happen, unfortunately, because she will be at school. Instead of raising her raising her emotional level at that stage by telling her that I decided to ask her how she's feeling at the moment and she sort of she said sad and I was like I was like that sounds that sounds really hard I said I said what is it that's making you feel feel sad and she said her immediate response, which is also part of what's driving me mad. <laughs> her immediate response was, I want to watch the telly. I, I want to go home and watch a film. And I'm like, "That I don't want you to watch a film right now. That's not that's not what, what we're here for. We're about to go do something way more fun than watching a film. However, I can understand that she wants to go home and watch a film. Because quite often when it's cold and miserable and raining and all of that sort of stuff outside, I would rather be at home watching a film. So, so I sort of explained to her, I said, I said, well, we can't go and watch a film at the moment because we're going to rhythm time. And I said, I said, but you don't seem to have been having as much fun at rhythm time recently. And she went, no. And I said, why is that? And she said, 
I'm sad again. And and I sort of said, Oh, I'm I'm sorry you're sad. What's making you sad? And she said she said her brother and sister and I said, Is it because they're not here? And she said yes. And I said, I'm really sorry that you're struggling with this and that they have to go to school. I said, but I'm not going to leave you. I'm going to be with you and maybe we can go together and make sure we have fun doing rhythm time and play groups and stuff like that together so then we can go home and tell them all about it in the evenings and sort of spoke to her a bit more. I sort of explained a bit more about how like at playgroup and rhythm time and all of these things will be going together and I'm not going anywhere and I can understand that she's worried that I might not be there because neither of the other two are there however I'm not going to leave her and I'm going to help her be feel safe and I'm going to be there so when we got to rhythm time I've been doing a lot of affirmations with them anyway we listen to every morning for two minutes before we leave the house we listen to on YouTube um the Snoop Dogg affirmation song which to start with I was a little bit like oh I'm not keen on the <laughs> the actual song but I love the words so we'll roll with it but actually now it's like a proper family event and we all have to do our affirmations in the morning um and so she's quite good at repeating affirmations so on the way into rhythm time sort of we took a deep breath and said I am safe and took another deep breath I am safe and then I said, took a deep, and we took a deep breath, and then I said, Mommy loves me. And she repeated, Mommy loves me. And we did that a few times throughout the day. And she was a lot happier at rhythm time, having just got that off her chest, I think. And it, it got me to thinking about sort of all these different feel, feelings that our children have that we, we struggle to comprehend, and also just in general how much more complex children children are than we give them credit for she's two and a half she's grown up very quickly over the past few weeks and well a few weeks few months really um and her understanding of feelings and stuff like that is so much more complex than than i would have given her credit for so so it's really it's really got me to thinking sort of that actually maybe challenging this on a different level it's important I also have been very conscious that I don't want to label her feelings for her all the time. She needs to learn how she feels in that moment herself. And also that she needs to sort of learn to describe them and stuff like that in her own way. And experience them in her own way. And label them in a way that feels appropriate to her age. When when I've come across labelling some emotions with um with my children and with a couple of others labeling them in too complex a way for them to understand at that age i find it can lead to sort of some difficulties with them with the child sort of they're not fully understanding their emotions in that sense so so yeah so i've not wanted to over label things but i'm glad that i've had this conversation with her and i'm glad that we've sorted so well I say sorted I'm glad that we've sort of been able to sort of get to the other side of what's wrong so that then we can challenge that and work with those behaviors sort of and those emotions and feelings and all of that ourselves so that's really good for me 
that we've managed to do that. On the flip side, it has been a very tough time for a parent. <laughs> so so I'm I every day she's been screaming, she's been demanding, she's been stomping her foot. If you say no, she squeals as high as anything. She's getting overexcited and then getting really miserable. I'm taking her to lovely places and doing lovely things that she's already always enjoyed and she's sitting there sulking on my lap the whole time. And it's been so hard it has been driving me up the wall and I've been doing my best not to snap and all of that sort of stuff but it's really difficult when you're when you yourself are exhausted and overstimulated and everything all you've got all day is a screaming child who you're just trying to do your best for it's really really difficult to try and find that inner peace try and find that connection (laughs) which I am sure most people listening to this will be nodding along going yep I feel that so as someone that practices meditation as someone who has become very much more connected to myself which I know I said last week that I'm going to talk about another week I'm going to go into that more sort of on that connection and reconnecting with myself and that what that means to me at some point um, possibly next week we'll see what next week this next week holds <laughs> it was going to be this week this week has not been this situation the the time to be talking about that um so as someone who is sort of quite in tune with how I'm feeling um in my body in my mind and someone that is aware of when I need to step away which prior to doing regular meditation I don't think I was quite as aware of when I needed to step away and in a lot of cases it's a lot earlier than I would necessarily do that um there have been quite a few things I've been doing to try and help with this so number one is taking a deep breath (laughs) taking a lot of deep breaths I focus very strongly on where I feel that breath on where I can feel it most and where I can connect with myself most in that moment. Number two, I've been trying not to go to the toilet with her. And I know that sounds silly, but even at rhythm time the other week when I was absolutely bursting, I was like, if I have to carry her kicking and screaming to the toilet and have her stroking my leg the whole time I am doing a wee, that is going to get me more stressed and more frustrated than if I just hold it (laughs) and hope and pray that my pelvic floor holds out and no one makes me laugh um so then if I hold it and do it as a calmer a calmer moment in a transition between classes or between things that we're doing so I was in rhythm time I did I did try to leave at one point and she wasn't very happy and I was like no it's fine and my friend said just take her and I was like if I take her right now I will explode because we're here to do this class and I need a moment to do a wee and I don't want to take her out of the class and it's going to bubble up loads of other emotions. I was aware that unless I could go without her in the class, it wasn't going to happen. So I didn't go. I waited until afterwards and then tried to do sort of a bit of mindfulness with her. Um, And she just stood stood in the corner of the cubicle and and sulked Uh, (laughs) but at least we'd done the class and we'd had fun doing that I just made sure I didn't pick her up and dance with her and we danced on the floor instead so (laughs) so so it's been aware of 
when stepping away is going to help me and when actually it's more likely going to raise my blood pressure (laughs) raise my stress levels um and sort of trigger those emotions a bit more i've been trying where i can to connect with her in the positive moments a lot more um it sounds quite obvious to do that but trying to create these positive moments reading stories clinging on to those things that she loves i've really been trying to work with her on that um having she we have been watching some films in the afternoons i've been trying to sit down and give her a cuddle rather than do the mom thing of get up and go and do some housework and stuff like that instead so i've been trying to be a bit more aware of sort of a bit more mindful of that time that I am spending with it and what that might mean to her and how that might be perceived to her and I've I'm sure I've already spoken about the fact that I'm like trying not to use social media and stuff I use it for work I don't really use it on a personal level um so so sort of disconnecting from that during the day and not like trying to be just as present as I can be with her has been something that I've been trying to do I've also being very open and honest with my husband and when I've started to feel that that fog descending that complete overwhelm and like I I can't I'm not going to be able to hear and see in a minute because all I will be living is screaming I've told him and I've said look it's been really difficult I need to step away this is where I'm at I need to go have a bath. I need to go have a shower. I just need five minutes to just lie down in a dark room and not do a thing. Um, I am very privileged that my husband is very supportive of this. I am very privileged that he is also around because, as I've said in the past, our lives have been very different previously and he has not been around half as much, even even a quarter as of much, of much quarter as much as he is now um and obviously i've got a partner some people are single parents and it's not that easy if i've needed those moments and he's not been around i've created them if i've needed a bath we've gone and had a bath together and she's played in the bath and i've just put an audiobook on in the background to listen to whilst while she's playing in the bath with me um or doing the same with a shower I understand that's not everyone's cup of tea, but it's trying to find that peace where you can and drawing on that that inner calm when you need to. Also with the fibromyalgia, a lot of my pain management comes from heat and stuff like that. And in a lot of instances, I do need a bath to try and help regulate my pain levels. So it is something that I need a little bit more. Um, I've stop taking my phone on the school run as much i did take it this morning but i put it in my pocket i didn't touch it and i just i just didn't connect with it but i've not taken my phone on school runs a few times because i'm out and about in nature and i'm also sort of trying to like it it's an opportunity to meditate it's an opportunity to just reconnect with myself and reconnect with nature in that moment Um, and doing a lot more sort of like reconnecting with nature things with her has also helped so getting her to as I'm putting her in the car getting her to look out the back window because she's rear facing at the trees and stuff like that 
and then doing that for myself has helped um and also reconnecting with the other two and trying to find that time with the other two to reconnect so my son him and I took took our dog a walk the other morning before school which we've never really done before um normally it's something that we fit into the day or run around in the evening or something so we did that and that was quite nice just to have that moment just him and I um again connecting with my elder one when we were going to choir and stuff like that has been been really nice um and sort of trying to reconnect with my husband in the evenings as well so so doing all of these things has helped me a lot it has not eliminated frustration it has not eliminated stress it has not eliminated the screaming all the time however it's helped me to keep a level head it's helped me to continue to reconnect with myself throughout the day it's helped me to continue to try and stay sort of in a more balanced place for her throughout the day um as i said the other two are also going through things at the moment that's a whole other story (laughs) but this main one with she's clearly struggling with separation anxiety it's something that i had never considered that it would be separation anxiety from her brother and sister and then the extra level of what that means for her with me not being there and stuff like that so so yeah so it's been really interesting really difficult (laughs) but that meditation practice I've been keeping up for years now that has really 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 been pinnacle in me trying to um trying to keep a level head trying to keep balanced keep present for her and give her what she needs in those moments so I'm hoping that that will help you um, help someone if nothing else to know that you are not alone with the screaming toddler at the moment you really really are not alone with the screaming toddler at the moment but also to provide you some thought on what could be going on with them what I mean I'm not a child psychologist but I I know my kids and working through it like this has really helped and I am a meditation coach. I am a meditation and mental health trained coach. And um, and so I can understand those emotions and how we can change the energy. And this is what I've been working on with both of us to do that. So, so yeah, so hopefully that will help you not feel so alone. So I'm going to love you and leave you. I'm also going to let you know actually quickly before I go that on my YouTube channel, if you haven't checked it out already, um, each week I am doing a breathing and affirmation exercise for you and your children just for you to or them to pick up and have a go at at home um it's just a quick sort of less than a minute long thing but it's a nice little exercise that hopefully will help you all kickstart your day nicely so a little bit of regular practice for all of you so just I'd put that one in there and as always if you enjoy that it'd be really nice then to follow it on for yourself with the 30 week 30 week 30 minute meditation that I do on a Wednesday so sign up to the newsletter get your free one of them have a go at that um but yeah other than that I'm gonna love you and leave you and I want to just finish off as always with a lovely deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth and I'll speak to you next week